It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryson. I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And the merman who thought he was working, but turns out he isn't. So I guess we're going to get his undivided attention tonight. Oh, let's not go that far. Okay. I am Slightly working, divided. As Mike Reno would say, I am working for the weekend. I hear that everybody's working for the weekend. I've also heard that. I also heard, just like Donna Summer, he works hard for his money. That's Does, he wow. works, he hard, works hard, hard for, for it, honey. <laughs> Does he work hard for his money? So, you know, you better treat him right. That's right. And that was today's music trivia. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Oh, baby. Thanks to all of supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or support us and give us some money by joining the Film Rage community. And our membership is at buymeacoffee.com forward slash filmrageyyc. But if you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible, terrible film. And you know what? We'll do it because we're whores. Movie whores. Now, let's get to raging. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadow Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know why I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. It's because I've got ice. Ice, ice baby. Ice, baby. ice, ice, baby. Ice, ice, baby. 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 <sighs> baby. We went to see a movie in the cinema. Mm. In fact, we saw two. Two. And <laughs> I don't know if it's like January or February, but pickings are kind of getting slim again. I don't know. I don't know about you. Like but we get two pickings. movies. Although, I'll let, we'll have to talk about how slim these pickings were. Mm. Again, another mu- music reference there for those who are listening. Slim pickings is good. That's right. So what did we see? When pickings are slim, though, it's not good. <laughs> it's true. They're not. And for everybody who didn't know, we are now officially, if our sound sounds different today, it's not that we bought a reverb. reverb, reverb. Uh, it's we're in the brand new Film Rage Studios. Yep. New and improved. And it's so cool in here. Where we would, like, yeah, Murray be, and I would sweat, pass out. We would be sweating if from we were heat in the exhaustion old, yeah. in the old Film Rage Studios. Yeah, the old here, Rage, Film Rage Studios is probably about 45, 45 degrees, degrees Celsius right, right now. now yeah. We used to have to record in our underwear. Yeah. And that was on a good day. It'd be in the hundreds Fahrenheit. Yeah. And now it's like. Quite Feels pleasant. Like, I think like 18 Celsius in here. It's, it's quite pleasant. Which is something less than 80 Fahrenheit. Sure. Okay. So we saw Invitation. Is Our, it? I think it's The, the Invitation. The Invitation. The Invitation. Um, the Invitation, Yeah, which is um, it's a vampire movie. Surprise. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Usually that would make it meh or worse. Yep. But this film had some tremendous cinematography 
and atmosphere, as well as a decent performance from the lead, Natalie Emmanuel. I'd like to see her in more things. She was actually good. It also had a lot of nonsensical dialogue along with the story that devolves as the film rolls on. It did, however, had an old lady dropping an F-bomb and the scene where the maid gets her throat slashed, although, you know, you could have seen that in the trailer. Ah, remember you the- You did see that. Remember the trailer? trailer was pretty good and it was you know like a minute and a half long that was a good length that was a really good length for this and really the trailer told the whole story anyways so just watch the trailer the film on the other hand was pretty to look at but lacked any semblance of a cohesive vision it was a mess it was a rage oh you know what ditto now, okay, so funny how we we really didn't talk much about this film, but uh, in my opinion, if you really want a vision of what this story is, it's Ella Enchanted did Fifty Shades of Scooby-Doo after leaving Disney to go to London, and then she sucked. Mm. And Bryce, I do remember the trailer. Yeah. But do you remember the first time we saw the trailer? And do you remember what we said? What did we say, Jim? We said, we have now seen the movie. Yes, yes, we did. And we were correct. And we were correct. But now... But it was actually but, better when it was but, a minute and a half. <laughs> but now we can say finally that we got to see the director's cut of the trailer. Yeah, director's this cut is like sucks. This is like the director's cut of the trailer. Yeah. This it's super extended. <laughs> it's the super good. extended director's cut of the trailer it's of like, the invitation. It's like the 40-hour version of Lord of the Rings. Yes, exactly, with, with so many endings. So, no surprise, a vampire film did what they do best, suck hard. Mm, so or hard. as we say in Film Rage, this was rage hard. Mm. And I got a lot of unpacking to do, but I wanted to get—I want just wanted to get that out there. And the Mur. Murray so you loves were lucky enough. Vampire he movies. loves vampire movies. In fact, get ready and, for a in giant fact, mondo. In, in fact, I would go as far to say that vampire movies is Murray's favorite How genre. How much did you love this movie, Mur? Well, as Bryce said, spoiler alert: this is a vampire movie. <laughs> Totes. Not just a vampire movie it was a freaking dracula movie mm. all they were missing was actually calling the guy prince vlad yeah every other character from bram stoker's dracula was in this damn movie yeah which i got really aggravated out the <laughs> basically the more uh, it was unpacked yep uh, and yeah the biggest problem i had besides seeing you know alfred the butler from tv's gotham in there I was waiting for Batman to show up. That was been cool. was the Harkers, Jonathan Harker and Mina Harker, two major characters from Bram Stoker's Dracula, reduced to this two-minute scene, and yeah, I did not enjoy that at all. Of course, um, you didn't. Yeah, this was boring for the first hour. That's the word I forgot. Hour. Boring. The first hour. Yes. There was a lot of hour boring. Hour and forty-five minutes. An hour. Nothing happened. Mm. You know who the biggest star in this film was? A supporting character from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't she care. She was the biggest name in the whole cast. Hmm. Don't know and who that's she not is. a good sign don't when care. when you have to like rely on somebody who had like three lines every episode of like the biggest show in HBO to carry a whole movie. It just yeah. She was no, good though. Yeah, she was okay. I mean I liked her. for what it was. I kinda wish there was less of her. The vampire dude was. I kinda like the minute and a half trailer. Mm. I mean to me, the best character out of all of them was one of the brides. That tall, scary one. Yeah, she was pretty good. She was just mean. Victoria. I, I enjoyed she was her. Scary. I enjoyed yeah. her. Yeah, she was no, scary. No, this good. this was a this was a Mondo. Or is this a Mondo? This, is a, <laughs> this was an opposite of a Mondo. This this was absolutely a rage. Nice. And I'm going to add, this is probably the worst vampire movie I've seen since Twilight. Oh no, Twilight's really good. <laughs> okay, so we have to we do have to unpack a few things. So 
Murray, the first question I have is, because Murray being the resident expert in vampires. I like my vampires sparkly. I like my vampires I dead. I like them actually killing people. I like them killing and dead. Yes. Yeah. Um, can vampires get a boner? That's an interesting question. Isn't it? I honestly don't know. Uh, I mean, they have to basically suck blood to, to live. So I guess after they fight off something, yeah, they maybe. Got, they got, Is uh, it maybe rigor mortis in their penis? I it's not like blood should be flowing through them. They're yeah. just sustaining them, right? Right. So, so, like, do you think he maybe has a vampire dick pump? Because there was some sex maybe. action. Yeah. And how did she not know a, a super cold dick she was having sex? I mean, I don't know. Listeners out there, if you've had sex with a really cold dick that was maybe in the freezer and then you had sex with it, would you not know that it was maybe dead? Yeah, sometimes sure. people have... Different things they like. <laughs> I mean, cool, that's... I mean, literally cool, but that surprised me. Yeah. So that was one. Okay. <laughs> I hope it gets better. It, it might. Uh, it okay, so the basement wine find. Okay, can we talk about the basement wine find for a second? Okay. So here's a rule that I like to apply to any movie where they have a basement that has a gate lock on it. If someone tells you to go down into a basement to find wine with a gate lock on it. First off, don't go. Okay. Second of all, should they not have told you where the wine is in the basement? Like you're going into a um, wine cellar and when they say, oh yeah, by the way, can you pick out the wine that Prince Dickwad says he wants <laughs> for the party? Uh, does they say, well, it's in the fifth row, 17 casts down. It's there, but no, let's go down in there. And then <laughs> they magically find a bottle of wine the only, that they have the to stick their hand yeah. in, that they have to stick their hand <laughs> in. And these aren't labeled like, come on. Did that not, did that not annoy anybody else? I was just, I didn't care at that point. <laughs> it was just like, it was come like on. It was that, like I didn't know what was going to happen when yeah, they were down there. It's, I mean, really yes. Surprised. As soon as you saw there was a gate that locked. That you're going in the basement, you know someone's gonna die. This is not a surprise. No. Well, okay, here's another question I have. Nice, I like it. So at the beginning of the movie, when she shows up, there's like six different maids, and they all have numbers on their aprons. Yes. So this guy's been alive for like thousands of years. They throw in all kinds of parties, and it seems like every one of them, they basically feed off and kill the servants. Yep. Who the hell is going to take a job there? Yeah, but you wouldn't know that. You're well, just, you you were brought in from Cockney. There would actually be a rumor. They would probably hear rumors. Nobody, about the whole town protects this, them. This was Carfax Abbey, which again, Bram, Bram Stoker reference. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you think they would known that, okay, like my, you know, best friend's roommate did a job there, never came yeah. back. Never came back. Yeah, people are dumb. Yeah. Well, think about this, Murray. I mean, really if someone dumb. paid you three times as much money to be a security guard in the middle of nowhere doing nothing, would you do it? Um, maybe not. Depending <laughs> on what's there. And I, yet you do that now. No, that's not quite true. In a farmer's field where you could be murdered. Yes, but there's a porta potty Okay. The well, that was the difference. There was no porta potty in this movie. Okay, and the last thing that I think we should probably unpack with this before Bryce falls asleep mm. was the dialogue. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. And I really like Murray's one word that he picked that I think we could all agree describe this movie was boring. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And on that note, let's end this thing. Because you know what? It really did suck. Yes, it did. But. Rage! 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 Almost forgot. I love the sound of that. Now, we also, we being Bryce and I, not Murray. Yes. Got to see 3,000 years of longing. Mm. Now, aside from Korean horror films mm -hmm. and international dramas, my favorite genre is fantasy. Mm. This brings visuals and storytelling to life through the genius of two mesmerizingly brilliant actors, I don't know what I was more in love with, 
Watching Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton telling stories and talking together for almost two hours, or the beautifully written fantasy love story that George Miller spun. What a departure, making this extravaganza of visual brilliance compared to the extravaganza visual brilliance of Mad Max. Hmm. Kind of seems like he's got something with visual brilliance here, but I'm not saying for sure. Uh, will he ever cease to stop amazing me? I don't know. I don't know. This film flows over you like sitting in bed as a child, having your parents tuck you in as they read you folk tales of the past. Every single frame of this was phantasmagorical and I never wanted it to end and I still don't. This film is original in its setting, being Turkey. We don't see very many films shot in Turkey, at least ones that they speak English, and has a style unto itself. With the genius of these two main characters in this film, each story of woe that creates a longing for one for 3,000 years and sparks a longing which is a long time dead, will have you retelling this tale in your head for years to come. This film was Tilda versus Idris Mondo. Mm. I loved every frame of this. Mm. All 3,000 years of it? All three. I wish it could have lasted 3,000 years. That would have been cool. Yep. Uh, yeah. George Miller is, uh, he's almost 80 now. And what? He, and he continues to make jaw-dropping original films that, let's be, let's face it, only he can make. Yeah. With three thousand years of longing, we get Miller teaming with Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba. And if you think that sounds like a can't miss combination, you'd be right. The chemistry between Swinton and Elba is undeniable. It's also undeniable that Miller has made a thought-provoking story that combines fantasy and an offbeat romance, all while teaching us that there just may be hope for better times ahead. It is a masterfully made piece of cinema. It is Mondo. So, and I know for you, you are not a fan of fantasy as a genre. I'm not. So, tell me a little bit about your experience with that. Because I, like, as I was watching this, this brought me back to memories of my childhood, the first time seeing The Wizard of Oz. Like, I know it's not like that. The film isn't like that. But the visuals of this film the, the visuals, are so the visuals are, The visuals are brilliant. and But the fantasy is not what does it for me in this film. It's just the... It's watching two actors that are so good at what they do just showing the world that they're two of the best actors in the world. Um, and... and I wouldn't usually say that about Idris Elba. I, I I like him a lot. He upped his game, and I think you have to when you're when you're when you're sharing screen time exclusively, basically with Tilda Swinton the whole time. You better up your game, and and he did. And just watching those two interact was was worth the price of admission alone. Yes, well, this is, and what, I and I have to watch it again. Yeah, well, I have to own this. Is yeah. what I have to do. I have to own this film because this will go in with um fantasy films of my favorite like uh amelie or amelie um, was also excellent um, yeah, I, princess I, I, bride no no I that's not what i'm saying when it's really good right but, but there's a lot of fantasy that does not do it for yeah I, no i know but uh, but that's what i'm saying it's is that a lot this of, film a lot of movies that just don't do it well, for me so if it's done well of course same as me i got a yeah. lot i don't like there's a reason we're called film rage it's there's, not, it's there's not. so many films where i look at it i was like well i'm gonna hate this because it's I, it doesn't interest me at all but it's it's odd that when something's done really really well even if it doesn't isn't really up my alley. If it's done well, I can appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. And I really appreciate yeah, this the, film. Yeah, this film is so good. And, you know, even the CGI in it, to be quite honest, yeah. you know it's CGI, but yeah. it, it seemed natural because of the way he set the lighting, I think. Yeah, no, he's he's very good at what he does. Um, as far as CGI goes, Miller's up there with the best of them. Yeah, he he's got a vi he's just he's got a vision. Like he goes. He said into he's eighty. What? He's seventy-seven. He's oh. almost eighty. Oh, okay. 
Because we're still but, supposed to be getting Mad Max 2. Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. Road, I mean, just imagine. Fury Road 2. What are you going to be doing when you're 77? I'm going to be doing this podcast probably. <laughs> there you go. By I'll still be as bitchy and angry as I am yeah. now. So there you are. <laughs> yeah. No. I think everybody who enjoys a good spunning of a yarn mm-hmm. will enjoy this story. Yeah, like it is really excellent. a storytelling story. Oh, like yeah. there's a bunch of stories a within bunch of the story. Within the story, yes. and it uh, it is really so much story. It's so much story. Three thousand years of longing, Murray. That's what we got. It was so good, Murray. And now I'm longing to see it again. Murray should go watch it. He should go watch it right now. It could be three thousand years of orgasms. I still wouldn't see it. He did say that to me. I don't care who's in it. Mm. I could have mm. all of my favorite actors all in one movie, and it's still three thousand years of anything is too long. <laughs> it's never long enough. And just what? reading about it, I'm like, yeah, that's definitely not my kind of movie. Yeah, like the, Murray's poo-pooing a lot the whole of the, fantasy genre. A lot of the fantasy movies are just way too out there for me. Yeah, he they likes things grounded on Earth. That's right. Shooting up cars and stuff. Exactly. Car chases and fight scenes. That's me. <laughs> nice. All right, then. So that was in the cinema, apparently. That's all we saw in cinema. Everything else we'd seen. That's oh. not correct. What? We did see something else. We did. Two mm-hmm. of us, anyway. We did? Wasn't on the agenda. What? Oh! Is that what you're talking about? We saw I think Bryce saw this too. Idris oh, no, Elba's other movie. I, I didn't see it. Oh. One which I think should take him off of our list. Oh. Just, Just how saying. Bad, how bad it is, but if Bryce didn't see it. Yeah. I, I don't, what list is he on? He's on mesmerizing. So he wasn't mesmerizing? He was mesmerizing in it, but but you know, it could have been the worst movie Murray ever saw. So uh, that it, it was be- pretty darn close. Uh yeah, it was called Beast. Yes. And basically Beast. it was Cujo in South Africa. Except with instead this, of Cujo, it's a big lion. A rogue killer lion who basically likes to kill people, which I guess lions don't normally do. That sounds excellent. Uh, yeah, it really wasn't. These are probably the stupidest people I've ever seen on screen. <laughs> what? <laughs> collectively. Like, collectively, they did the stupidest things ever. Yeah. In a movie. I gotta admit. Uh, I, and like, it just got worse as it went on. But I you mean, know, I was cheering for the lion to eat them all. That was that was the fun part, though, Marie. Uh, us uh, watching this together and yeah. going, man, that was stupid. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Uh, and yeah, I don't even know if he was that mesmerizing at it. I mean, he was still mesmerizing. I don't think it was even the best yeah. thing in the movie. That South African dude was better than I him. really like him. Yeah. Uh, the South African Sh- dude? Shiropa, yeah. Whatever yeah, yeah. His name is. He's, he's in every South African yeah, movie. Yeah, the, ever guy, made. the guy from District 9. Yeah. Yep. That's who the actually guy. is a South African actor. So, I mean, yeah. that. No, that helps, he's, he's excellent. Yeah, everything else. There's only he, one South African actor that's better. Well, I know one. I probably wouldn't agree, though. Well, actress. Charlize Theron is something South Africa. She oh, used God, to be good. She's terrible. She used to be I good. Never. Yeah. She had two movies where she was okay. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. Um, That's not true, but. Yeah. So this piece of crap was a rage and it had Idris Elba in it. So I'm disappointed in him. Yeah. What? I'm di- Well, you know what? I don't know if I would give it a rage only because I had so much fun watching it with Murray. The experience was a mondo. The movie was a rage. It was a total rage. <laughs> it was. It made us beastly. At any rate, the, the, by the way, the the best actor in South Africa is one Mr. Gary Green. Yes, of course. Better known as Fried, Fried Berry. Exactly. Are you some Australian? Ryan Kruger, we love you, buddy. If you're oh. listening from South Africa, he has a new short out. By the way, does he? Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Playing the festival circuit. I love me some Gary Green. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. I have so many rages this week. And now I have a new rage thanks to Bryce. Okay. That, number one, there was a movie that we saw that took place in South Africa, and Gary Green was not in it. That is kind of That annoying. is kind of now my biggest rage. Yes. It wasn't my first rage, mm. but it's now my greatest rage. It's my greatest Is that. Rage. And why there wasn't a Ryan Kruger sighting as well. There should be. Ryan Kruger. Yeah. Should be in everything South African. 
So that's my first rage. My second rage is if you're going to make a movie that's mm. exactly the same as the actual trailer where you know literally everything that's going to happen, then just make it a short. Mm. Don't do a director's cut version of the trailer. Just do the trailer as a short and put that into a film festival and I maybe would watch it. Mm. it but I have to disagree with you. The trailer was also bad. I so the trailer. No, the trailer was, was the trailer. Was the tra- yeah, but the trailer was yeah, but in the trailer you got the throat was, slashing thing. Which was one better one the better. Well then just the put in the throat slashing and then I only need to just watch seven seconds of the throat slash. Because it was it was like as soon as that happened, you're kinda like, Okay, this you now told us this was the, a movie about why vampires. Would, why would they put that in the trailer? Because why did they was, put anything in the trailer? It, that was like the only part that it would have been like, whoa, because it was kinda it was kinda cool. The build up that and then they and they slashed her throat well, and it's like oh that but they put it like right in the trailer it would have been like this this shocking thing that happened yes. but it's like oh well, there it is i've already seen that it, well even as you're watching the movie you're like i already know this is coming they even showed the part where she has to marry him in yeah. the trailer yeah it's like there's no like by the time Which the boring it was a big moment in the movie the basically. boring build of suspense the, the, that's supposed to shock us we already video. knew from yeah. from the trailer yeah, yeah. So the trailer was also bad. I no, like, I'm sorry. I like some of the cinematography. Yeah, okay. What? Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just no. So that's my rage. Just make a trailer. In fact, don't even make the trailer. Just don't make that movie. And don't attempt to remake Dracula in any was it? form. Yeah. All right. He's right. I am right. You know I'm right. When, when Murray's right, he's right. I'm right. You know zombies, I know vampires. That's true. I do know zombies. I may be right. No, you, you may be right. You, you, uh, he may be right. You may, you may be, be right. crazy. Uh, you, I may be crazy. crazy. <laughs> but it just may like, be a lunatic you're looking for. It's like karaoke night here. That's right. Hail Satan. So, my rage is also the invitation. <laughs> what? Oh, surprise, surprise. It was, it was pretty slick production. They put some money into it. Why would you waste your money on this piece of crap? <laughs> they had to put millions and millions and millions of dollars into this to make garbage. You got all that money. Make a good movie. That's my rage. This is kind of like the worst rage you've ever made. I don't know about that. (laughs) Yeah, it's big. Okay, I'm going to see what the budget is here. Yeah. Now. No, that can't be the right one. No, that's the invitation from 2016. That's a different invitation. That is a different invitation. That That movie... Was actually a pretty good movie, yeah. and it was only one million for that movie. Mm, million, I would guess that they this had to be upwards of twenty. No, it was ten million U.S. So basically, 10? twenty million Canadian. Oh, you know what? Pretty good. They they made a for ten million dollars. They made it look like a twenty million dollar movie to me. So you're changing your rage now. No, still ten million dollars could have gone. We could have made a much better movie. Could have made that. ten movies for that. that ten of the 2016, the yeah. invitation. There you go. Could have had the invitation parts two through eleven. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. Anger fading. At Cinema Recall, we want to present to you the finest in film analysis. Yeah, like action and gore and sex. We will look at classics by Kubrick, Lynch, Godard, De Palma, and Coppola. I don't know who the f*** that is, but I'm looking at classic bodies of Christina Hendricks, Keanu Reeves, Salma Hayek, Ryan Reynolds. We are a serious show for film lovers who enjoy indie foreign films, art house gems, and classic black and white features. Well, I enjoy big budget blockbusters with 
great action and sexy people. Maybe our podcast can celebrate all aspects of films, like people who feel like your weird way and like people who feel like my weird way can like get together, man. They can? Yeah. Huh. You know, I like that. Cinema Recall is available everywhere you find great podcasts. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram under Cinema Recall Podcast and on Twitter at Cinema underscore Recall. Fucking love those guys. Okay, so we got actually quite a few on bit of packing in this list episode, just so we know. So before we talk about before we talk about Allison Janney versus Philip Baker Hall, mm. I kind of want to put forward, I'm playing my, um, I don't know what we're even calling it. We maybe should come up with a name for it. But when we have someone that isn't mesmerizing, can actually take out two mesmerizings. What, what do we call that? Like we have to have a, it's like a stop card or a, or like, it's like, Look, we, we didn't think you were mesmerizing before, but after we've seen this, we know you're more mesmerizing than the two who were actually mesmerizing. So, I don't know. we got to come up with a name for it. I know it's not either one of your skills to think fast on your feet, so I'm looking at both your dead eyes and realize you won't come up with one, but I will come up with one hopefully by the end of this episode. But we have to have a name for it. It's like I'm playing that card right now. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. I'm talking about the fact that Bad Words, the movie, uh-huh. which is fantastic, by the way. It is. Yes. Um, it's it a total mondo times. for me. It's a mondo. Um, and, you know, we had the discussion the other, the other time where um, we talked about the fact that Rohan Chand, yeah. Chand was actually the best thing in it. But in seeing it a second time, he is good. But he he does kind of laugh too much, so you know he's he can't he can't act his way through some scenes. Yeah. Exactly. But the reason he's laughing so much is because Jason Bateman is fucking killer in this movie. Of course he he's is. Brilliant he in this is movie. brilliant in this movie. That he's not on he, our list. He's th- thank you, Murray. So I'm he putting down be. the card. I don't know what it's called yet. Let's call it the big <laughs> gulp card. I'm playing the no, big gulp card of mesmerizing. Big gulp card. That's okay. the dumbest thing ever. Okay, heard. so you also come up copy, with something also better. Copyrighted. Oh. Well, no, that's a, it's copyrighted as a drink, not what as a mean? card. Saying. Slap we could call it the slap card. Cause both the mesmerized are gonna now be slapped. Because they should have been better than Jason <laughs> Bateman. Okay, that's it. Slap card. Done. I'm sorry. So, so I'm what, putting what forward. Are you, what are you saying? So I'm you? putting forward. First off, Jason Bateman was better than both of them. Absolutely. Would you agree? Uh, in this particular movie. Yes, I that's would, what we're talking about. I would say yes. Okay. So. But does so, that? So. Okay. Is Jason Bateman in everything else, including this, mesmerizing? No. I would say he is. I would say I I torn. So I'm like cut between. Because there's things... I, I would be willing to give Jason Bateman one shot at getting on the mesmerized okay. list by proving to me, but we got to find a movie that I find acceptable. Murray's looking it up now. He's touching himself and his yeah, phone at the same time. He could not be more excited because Jason Bateman is one of Murray's man crushes. He, he, he's not going to agree. It doesn't matter what. No, no. He just, literally, he just uh, agreed. Okay, we're going back only last year. Uh, Thunder Force. Which I believe you guys raged about. But it wasn't the worst movie we've ever I'm seen. Not, no, and he was, I'm not watching but Thunder no, no, Force. No, 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 who, who else was no, in no, it? But no, but no. was McCarthy and looks like... Yeah, no, but... He, yeah, but no, he has, has to be, has to be a against mesmerized off. He has to be a mesmerized off. No, but, you, you, but you're saying you can't be on the list unless you have... No, like, no, 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 no. What he's saying is he's agreeing oh, to it. So Jason Bateman, I at this very moment, more is, what is, is currently mesmerizing. One, like right now. What's that? As opposed to the one I already had planned. Yeah, but you're gonna have to find it. Well, no, no, no. no okay, no. so the one so, you got planned is fine. We're gonna we're gonna put Jason Bateman on the shelf. He's on that's, the list. That's the shelf right beside the mesmerized shelf, but it's not <laughs> on the mesmerized <laughs> shelf. And if 
at some point in the next few weeks, we watch a movie where Jason Bateman's with a couple other mesmerized and he outshines them, then we will pick Jason Bateman up with, and we'll gently place him on the shelf of the mesmerized. That's right. So what does that mean for this week? So it means... For this wh- week, means, whatever you want to give us, well, yes, but, we're open to. That's right. But well, it, no, also means, mean it also means... It also means... It also means Alice and Janney... Yeah, they're gone. And Philip Baker Hall are both now they're off both our mesmerized gone. list. Yeah. Because if someone that is not on our mesmerized list takes them off, they're gone. Yeah. They just got slapped. They, they got did. the slap card. And that kills me because I, I, I love Philip Baker Hall. I, and and I just, love Alice and Jenny. And like, we just lost him recently. I feel I like know. a jerk right now. Well, maybe, maybe we have to talk about whether or not his film list is actually undoubted. He's had a couple of stinkers over in the last, last eight bit. films. I think so, if memory serves. Do me we want to do this now or later? Because we can do it. We can do it whenever we want. I mean, it's our podcast. We could really make this a seven-hour podcast and actually. Let's not we do should that. <laughs> okay. Do we still? Yes. You go ahead. Pull up his list real All quick, right. so we can. What are we talking about? I have a feeling. We're talking about Philip Baker Hall because we're taking him off the mesmerized list. And so where is he? Where is he going? We're now? we're 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 just trying to decide if there's any chance that he, he possibly could possibly could be, be undoubted. undoubted. I looked through his movies. I didn't see much. Okay, else. so he was his last movie, which was in 2017. Yeah, was the person. Oh no, sorry. The last word. The last word. I did not see it. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Okay, so then there's one called Person to Person, which I also did not see. I also did not see. Okay. All right. And then the one before that, he had Playing It Cool. Playing It Cool. How have I not seen anything? Probably because they're going to be all rageous. (laughs) Maybe not. And then the one before that is Bad Words, which is apparently Mondo. Mondo. Well, we don't Uh, know that. Yeah, we those other ones. Uh, Then before that, he was in... He was in your man boners movie, Argo. Which was a Mondo. Yes, it was. Then he was in... Because it was directed by the greatest director in the history of cinema, as well as the greatest actor in the David history Cronenberg of cinema. David Cronenberg did not direct that film, and so that it's person's not name is Mr. Ben Affleck. Yeah. yeah. Then he was in the movie People Like Us, which to me was a Mondo. There we go. Uh, then he was in... Is that seven or six back? I think that's only six. But six. then... There's a turn for the worse. Is it? Is it bad? Is it really it's bad? It's really bad. It's bending the rules, which is... Just a second. Bending the rules. What was bending the rules? It's uh, <laughs> I think I might have liked it. It's a Jamie Kennedy movie. I don't think you liked yeah. it. And bending the rules. Jamie Kennedy. So Jamie Kennedy starred in it? Yes. And it probably wasn't great. That's what I'm telling you. It's a rage. Well, I know I Philip saw Baker it. Hall, we love you. We will always love you. <laughs> Not just Jamie Kennedy. Yes. Uh, Edge from WWE, also known as Adam Copeland, was also in it. Yeah, it's chalk, chat, pot, no, pack full of fun kit number seven is what that is. Yeah, that is a lot of talent. So unfortunately, or maybe not fortunately, we still may go watch his films, but he... I, I will eventually. Yes, I guess. Of course you will. You've got nothing else in life to do, so I get it. PBH, baby. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so we lost two. We gained one, so we're, the list is going in the right direction. Well, we didn't gain anything. He's shelf. He's, he's on he's the shelf. shelf. Murray's going to find the, his best role to make sure that we, we meet this. Well, there's a lot of good roles he was in. But That's right. I don't think there's, there's a lot of them that well, he has It's got to overlap with at least one other mesmorized. Okay, yeah, well. More, more would, be, would be great. Which could but. be the tough part. The other thing we need to discuss yes. is because both Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton mm-hmm. are both mesmerizing. Oh, they were in that together. Yes, they are. So that was a mesmerized off. It was a mesmerized off. Because, you know, they both can't be... That is correct. And, and if you remember what I said after the movie... Mm-hmm. No, I don't remember anything. You I already think. know who I'm going to say. I think... Uh, I think that Tilda Swinton no. still out, Sean. Not yep. in a million years. She, Idris Elba crushed her so badly... No, Bryce he was, has he was this as, filter. He, was as good he has as a he's Tilda ever Swinton been. filter. But no, that no, she she was lukewarm. She was fantastic. Tilda. She was lukewarm. Lukewarm Tilda, Tilda still outshines everybody no, in the world. Not even on your life. I'm sorry. I love Tilda Swinton. And 
and I've seen her do bad accents. His accent for was spot on. I wasn't annoyed by his accent once. Mm. Not once. That's on top of that, he also outacted out her. Uh, no. So apparently we're not losing either of them. Even no, nobody outlacks her. Beast Murray. But so good. we have one more thing to talk about. Oh, do we? Yes, we do. We've talked about a lot. I know. This <laughs> list is never ending. All right, go We ahead. are now talking about George Miller's last eight films. Okay, go for it. Um, uh, this is actually intriguing. Yes. Me. 3,000 Years it's of not, Longing was Mondo. Films. Does he? Wait till you see what his th- his eight movies are. Okay, so yes, Mondo. Yes. Uh, before that was Mad Max Fury Road, Mondo. which was a Mondo. Murray, did you see it? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't give it a Mondo. It was okay. Okay, so hold on. Wow. I'm surprised you guys thought it was a Mondo. It oh, was pretty it, much all action, no talking. It was spectacular. But it was visually it was brilliant, visual, oh, it was and it was guitar-playing murderous rage. It was rage. a 90-minute chase scene. It That's was, right. It was so which well is, done. Which, if you said that, would definitely not be a bracelet. It's, it, oh, no, that's like, the whole thing. That's I'm one of those cases good. where if it's, if done, it's right. done very, very well, even if it's something that doesn't appeal to me, I can appreciate it. And man, that is a good movie. Okay, so Babe, Pig in the City. That was Mondo. <laughs> really? I also thought it was Mondo. <laughs> Did you so see good. it, Murray? No. It's All so right. good. So that's kind of lucky James for us. Cromwell. Oh, man. He's so good. Because because Murray hasn't seen Babe Pig in the City. And I'm not going to. So that we he his Murray's meh gets locked out by the Mondos that we gave it. Yeah. Lorenzo's Oil, for me, was a Mondo. It was Mondo. Which is a Vistwick. To me, was a Mondo. It was meh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Are you sure? Do you want to watch it again? Witches of Eastwick? Yes. <laughs> I don't really want to watch it This again. is Jack Nicholson and Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. And uh, I don't remember seeing it, but I'm pretty sure I would give it a moment. Okay, if, if you think that... Th- that The reason I'm saying that is I because... I saw this... I saw Witches of Eastwick, and I've never watched you, it again when I was... Since you were 12. Yeah, I was probably like 15 or yeah, less. Yeah, you might not have understand the humor. So, because the movie after this is definitely a man. Maybe it's it Mad Max me. Beyond Thunderdome. Oh, it's very I mean, mad. Those are the <laughs> yes. Just wait, Murray. <laughs> keep, but, on, keep on going because I'm willing to rewatch Witches okay. of Eastwick. Mad Max I Two. I can't imagine it's going to be Mad Max Mondo. Two, which is Road Warrior. Road Warrior, which was, is a Mondo. It was a Mondo. And then Mad Max the original, which was also Mondo. It was meh. Okay, so. So it all it's it, all I up will, to you. I will rewatch. So he's made eight movies in the last 30 years and yeah. five of them were yeah. Mad Max. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Three of them were yeah. four of them were yeah. Mad Max. He's made a lot of TV of and he's done a lot of um, music videos, actually. Okay, so at some point in the next six years, I will watch Witches of Eastwick. He can be on the shelf until I do that. You can remind I'm me to watch on, it every now and I'm then. I'm putting him on as undoubted until Bryce... No, comes no, back and can't, says, can't "Put him on as a well." You, well, you perhaps push, you need to watch a double feature. Put, put something in parentheses beside it. Okay, Bryce still has to watch Witches of Eastwick. Well, again. or watch both Witches of Eastwick and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, because maybe Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome now to you is a Mondo after after loving his other it films. It won't be. But Tina Turner's in it. We don't need another hero. We don't need another way home. All I want is to be on the Thunderdome. It's like it's like he takes his head up, phones off, like he can't hear us anymore. <laughs> you have to put your fingers in your ear. I took a boss in my ears. You have to put your fingers in here if you don't want to hear us. I almost did that too. Okay, so this was this was the longest list uh, segment we've ever done. Yeah. Just so you know. Uh. But it yeah. was completely satisfying was, in all levels. It was, it was, uh, it it was, was two, all right. week, two weeks worth. <sighs> yeah. I get to watch Witches of Eastwick again. That's and all or I Mad Max Beyond I might Thunderdome. Find it too, and I think we. I enjoy Michelle and Jack. Mm. I, I watched it literally, I want to say, I will, two months ago. I, I and it was no just as fun. That, and Cher. Yeah. Yeah, it's I got Cher. It's got Cher. I'm flipping yeah. my hair right now. Are you? Mm-hmm. You do that. Oh, baby. I have very little hair to flip, Jim. Last week on Rage or Dare, the great and powerful Casey, the nerdy photographer, that's me, dared Bryce and Jim to see the completely unnecessary 2015 remake of 
Point Break. This week, Jim will recall his experience in grave detail from when he pulled the 2006 film Date Movie from our listener's dare bag. Before Jim goes on and on about his great find, first let's check in with the boys and find out if the best actor of our or, in fact, any other generation, Keanu Reeves, was needed for this remake to be palatable or... Perhaps CGI Patrick Swayze will make an appearance. Either way, I've been waiting with bated breath to know what joy or hopefully sweet, sweet rage the boys endured when seeing a movie I would have titled Pointless Break. Fucking love, Casey. <laughs> That's pithy. At any rate, I think we need to clear up that there's only one greatest actor of mine or any and other generation, and that would be Mr. Ben no, Affleck. It is Keanu Reeves, you just can like have Casey Ben said. Affleck. I can have Ryan Reynolds. So there. And I'm I will have, have Keanu Reeves. Either of them. I just. And I will you, have Keanu Reeves. The, ben Affleck is the. Don't best. forget Nick Cage. You have two. Nick Cage is, is. I mean, I love Nick Cage. Don't get me wrong. But he's not Keanu Reeves. Casey summed it up though. Point Break, the remake, which it was pointless. Break it, it, it did. Why did they call it Point Break? It wasn't Point Break. It made it. There was no connection at all. I literally watched Point Break afterwards, and I'm sitting there scratching my head, going, "This isn't even the same story, really. It has nothing to do with Point Break. That it's so thinly." The, the strings that tie those two together is the like... The names. That was what did it. That's it. And it's like, it makes no sense. You've got one... I, I was just absolutely dumbfounded watching that movie. And just so many stupid action sequences that, that didn't even serve any purpose. It was just a wall-to-wall crap. That was one of the worst movies I've seen in a long, long time. I don't get it. Why did they make it? And great, make it as this extreme sports, whatever it is. Let's cash in on the extreme sports craze and make, but don't call it point break because it wasn't point break. It was pointless break? It was pointless break. Well, let me tell you what I thought about it. And it I made can, me you appreciate can Patrick Swayze, to be honest. Yeah, kind <laughs> and of I, it's not too often that I can say that. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. So, let me get this straight. Oh, by the way, it was a rage. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Let me get this straight. They created an almost perfect movie with the perfect cast, including the perfect Keanu Reeves, aside from one small flaw, which we'll talk about later. Then they decide, a couple of decades later, to remake it. Well, remake it is a strong word. Destroy the original by keeping the same character names and somewhat premise... Somewhat. Sort of. And then they fast and furious the motherfucking shit out of it. But worse, without any logic or police work, the Keanu replacement dude, who is even, like, he's not even a full FBI agent, figures understand. out where the Patrick Swayze dude replacement next target is almost instantly. Plus... They never had a Gary Busey sighting, not even once. Oh, man. But Best hold on a minute. First one. Was it just me, or did they try and make the police work so easy so that people watching this would actually understand the story? But wait, story? Hmm. What was the story? Uh, yeah, I don't think there was a story. But then again, there was not really a story. They basically left that story idea behind in the 80s on top of it. Did I mention that first scene of the movie sets the stage for what is obviously going to be the most physics-defying Fast and the Furious-type movie ever created to date? Please note that when they did this reboot in 2015, Mm. Furious 7 also came out in cinemas at the very same time. Which, to be honest, is where the physics in the franchise of Fast and the Furious entered a whole new era of physics-defying stupidness. Damn, I kind of now want to go back and watch Fast and the Furious 7. No. To see which one would have caused Einstein's brain more damage. Mm. Fast and the Furious 7 or this rejunk of this movie? Hmm. 
which made the original Point Blank endearing is the care of the characters and in particular Keanu Reeves on his journey. That was, he wasn't very smart and basically he was figuring it out as he went along. That was made it, what made it so good. This one, they try and make the subpar Keanu replacement already a super agent when he starts his job and like seven years after he's killed his friend off a motorcycle mountain crash, <laughs> I'm like, that? like what the fuck? Like, like what? This was the same version of Keanu Reeves getting injured from um, a football accident. Was his his mental? He was mentally damaged I, because he killed his friend. Know. What? I, uh, but yes. we got Phantasmagoro CGI surfing acting. So amazing dialogue. That's out of this world, you know, just like the last Fast and the Furious, but also the most intense, completely believable romance subplot. And oh yeah, yacht parties. This movie was so much more than ever you could imagine them putting 24 years prior. Thank God they remade this because without it, I would not have gotten to a new level of rage from a terrible, terrible action film, as you have already very clearly said this is probably the worst action film that has ever been made on any level Oof. how Keanu Light gets in with his, his crew magically figures out their plan even the story itself is so watered down and basically non-existent but all that being said the scenery shots were amazing mm. and some of the action was pretty amazing mm. but that this film kind of goes in the big pile of Movies that did not need to be remade. Yeah. Or as Jordan Peele so kindly said in his recent movie, nope. Nope. Or even better, as we say on Film Rage, rage. Yeah. This movie was so awful. It was, it was like... It was poop. Is they, really, like, they just went from one scene to the next, where it was like, okay, okay what was the, even the scene for the girlfriend scene? Like... Like, in, in the first point break, because I did the exact same thing you did. I watched this terrible train wreck of a movie. But then I went back and watched... The original. The original, and I was like... <clears throat> and man, I just... Gary Busey so Gary good. Busey was so awesome <laughs> in this. And seeing Keanu, like, it would, it kind of was a really good character for Keanu because he was, he was kind of lost and he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. And, I mean, he is kind of a bit of a sporty type dude. So he was mm. like, okay, it kind of fits. But and even the relationship with the girl in the first one, it makes so much sense. Yep. She's such a big part of the movie. And in this other one, is just like, what? Okay, so as you get to the end of Point Break remake, you're kind of like, um, yeah, uh, kill the girl. Who cares? Yeah. Right? It was like, you had no care for any character because they hadn't built anything. No. It was. It was bad. It was poopy. That's you know. Super poopy. Have you? Did you see this, Mer? No. Did you ever see it in cinemas or? No. I mean the no? original or this one? This one. No. Mm. Yeah, don't don't do it, Mer. Uh, I wonder. Nobody yet I want to see. Do you know um, who was that guy? Is it Warren Miller? Do you remember? Yes, Warren, Warren Miller was his key guy. Yeah, like if they wanted to do a Warren Miller movie, why don't they just get Warren Miller to make a movie instead of this? Like, it really was just one stupid action scene after another yep. with some talking in between it. Bad, bad dialogue. So Casey, you completely delivered on this, like a uh, super home run. Yeah. So was it worse than the life of David Gale? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you you're, know, I don't you know are gonna re, you are gonna rewatch. I don't know why you movie. keep on beating that drum, Jim. Yeah, I really want you to because we need to talk more. It is so unbelievable. It has the worst foreshadowing of any movie that just makes the entire thing pointless. Yeah, but this movie was also pointless. Yeah, it was trying to do something. I don't know what the life of David Gale just was. It's the worst movie ever made. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Uh, I think you need to watch it again. Maybe I will. I'm going to watch it this weekend. Good. So, next weekend, we'd already pulled for me to watch Date Movie. Did we? Yes. Oh. But we have somewhat of an announcement because Bryce and I cleared out our dare bags. 
Okay. And we refilled it. Yeah, Murray's is a bit of a surprise to Murray. Well, not necessarily cleared it out. We both have exactly the same the exactly number, the same of, number films of films in, it, in yeah. it. And we have put in a secret uh, exploding rage bomb in our bags. Hope, which could possibly which, be which the worst movie first. ever made. Because we were on Shoot the Flick not that long ago. Yes. And we had to watch... High um, School Musical 2. Yes. And so lucky for us... We found out through Frankie on Shoot the Flick that they actually may put High School Musical 3 in cinemas. So it now qualifies yes. qualifies for our dare bags. And so we that. felt it was only fair that only one of us had to watch it. So It's going to be in both our bags. It's going to be. In and when Jim pulls from my bag and gets it. I don't have to watch it. That's ever. right. Or when Bryce pulls it from my bag, I also won't have to watch it. And so we have made a challenge because Casey also gave us a dare bag. So, oh, yeah. so for uh, a Rager Dare next week, we will have an actual plan for how quickly we can get to High School Musical 3. <laughs> and what would make this even more exciting is if it became one of our Christmas presents. Now, wouldn't that just be timing? Why don't we pull three more out? <laughs> nope. No, because it's just going to be a randomizer. We may watch, it may end up being Marie's birthday present next next year. It may be yeah. your birthday present this year. It could be Christmas. It could be my Halloween present. I don't know. It, it doesn't matter to me because you're going to end up pulling it anyways. No, so. it's, I, I, Whatever. You forgot, I'm pretty lucky. You're on a downward spiral of bad luck. I've, I had 40. Of the last five four, years. 45 years of good luck. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I've had more because I'm older than I don't know that you've had as much good luck. As I think me. I think hard, think long and hard what you're saying right now. Well, the last who's, two, the whose last luck two years, is changing? The last two years have not been great. For exactly. Me. So you're like I said, it's going to be you. Mm. <laughs> well, that's well, depressing. Yeah. Thank you. Just, I, that is now your early birthday present. Huh. All right. And we will be having an updated YouTube video of our first slap club coming soon. Slap Club. Murray will be shooting his first directorial debut. Yeah. Slap Club. Slap Club 2022. Well, you can. No. You can put your boots on and, and we'll both put our cups on. You can kick us in the nuts. It could be the inaugural Slap Club welcome party. Welcome to Slap Club. Here's a kick no. in the nuts. <laughs> so stay tuned next week, people. There's yeah. going to be lots we're unpacking next week because we don't have a shit ton of movies in the cinema. Well... I have one more thing to unpack. What? Which we forgot about because what? The, list, the list was like an hour long. That's true. I did not give you the challenge for next week. Ooh. Oh, yeah. What was it? What is uh, it? It is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, I like Joaquin him. Joaquin Phoenix. I like him, too. The Master. Unless we've already put oh, that. Oh, The Master. Which has got another undoubted person involved. Yeah, but we're talking about mesmerizing. I that know, is true. but P.T. Anderson is undoubted. Yes, sure. he is. All so right. Yes, there you go. Murray, now I'm done. I love you so much. The master. Words never explain how much I love the Murray. Wow. Thanks, Rages, for listening. Thanks, Extended Film Rage family. Who you can find them in our show notes. Thanks to Casey, the nerdy photographer, for the voice of our Rager Dare and for this fantastic double dog dare that he gave us this week. Find us on social media everywhere at FilmRageYYC. Check out everything FilmRage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and TeePublic. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage. But no matter what you do, please, whatever you do in life, Please just make us rage. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on.